0: Hey, what's up? Thanks for joining me for Real Talk NFT. As you know, I'm your host, Brian. We have a really special guest here today, Jake Hans uh, Hans Buscher. He's also known as Warlock. You may know him as Warlock. He's a core contributor and communications lead at Kinetic. Kinetic's basically a lending protocol built on the Flare network. We'll dive in a little deeper during the podcast about exactly what they're building. But Jake's also a key opinion leader and thought leader in all things NFT and Web3. Really grateful to have him join us today and dive in deep uh, into the Web3 world. Jake, how you doing, my man? Thanks for jumping on. I'm doing
1: I'm doing so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, I, I love talking about this insane world in which we live. Uh, the Our boy, Gary... Been having a tough few days, but uh, luckily we're having a good few days with that ETF going through. Uh, I love the chaos uh, that comes with this this community. So happy to be here.
0: Let's kind of start with that because I'm sure you were watching it closely like the rest of our audience, the rest of the Web3 world. With uh, what was it Tuesday? Was it was a Tuesday evening whenever uh, the fake tweet came out or the hack tweet by the SEC. Then Gary follows up with a tweet and everybody's like, which one's the fake tweet? Did someone hack Gary? Did someone hack the SEC? And I, I'm like trying to tell my wife and my normie friends and my dad about kind of what's going on because they, they understand the Bitcoin and ETF news is big. And I'm explaining to him. I'm like, it got approved, and my wife's like, "This is good, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course it's good." And then five, ten minutes later, I'm like, "Well, jokes on me. I think the SEC was hacked, and, <laughs> and it didn't happen." Uh, what are your thoughts there? Kind of, I know everyone remembers where they were when you know uh, in these pivotal events in the world. What were you doing? Uh, you know,
1: just being consumed by uh, crypto internet application people notifying me constantly. Uh, Another notification falling into that slot. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. Um, I thought it was going to be approved. I wasn't super worried about it. Uh, (laughs) And then I just like died laughing. Uh, You know, (laughs) the the government's been telling us you really got to care about security. And, you know, that's, you know, that's their whole narrative is like, it's not that we're trying to control the market. It's that we're trying to make it safe for all you guys. You know, we just want to stop criminals. Whenever they have press conferences, they're just like, "Oh, the, let me report these criminals that have been using uh, these funds from from blockchain, uh, the, the the evil blockchain." And uh, you know, they just it, our boy Gary didn't have two factor on. He didn't uh, the, didn't secure his his uh, Twitter slash X account. Okay, I just thought it was very very funny. I wonder what the motivation was, um, because if you're that close to it, maybe you could have some, indif- you know, it didn't take very long for the news to come out. So I, I do mm-hmm. wonder, the person who did it, were they just trying, did they open a long and, and then open a short? Like, <laughs> like were they trying to manipulate stuff? Were they just being funny, you know? I'd like yeah, more this, information on their uh, motivation.
0: Yeah, in this world, in the Web3 world, you could very, I could very likely see that it's just somebody that I thought was funny. You know, the financial motivations where well, we all default to because why wouldn't you if you're gonna hack and have that sort of power? But part of me believes it could have been just a DJ that's like, I'm really smart, got into this Twitter account, I'm gonna troll the entire web three world one last time until it's approved.
1: I love it. I hope that's I hope that's it. Uh, what I love <laughs> so much about Web3 is I think the, I think human's most powerful trait is how quickly we get bored. Uh, I think that's, we just get bored with stuff. We like, okay, let's do something new. Can we get on the moon, folks? Can we do something? Uh, we get bored so quickly. And uh, Web3 to me is a lot of people experiencing financial boredom. You have a lot of guys that, you know, if they got in early on Bitcoin or, or ETH, you know, they've made it and they're just like, let's do something weird. Let's just, <laughs> I don't want to open up. <laughs> have fun. I don't want to have a bunch of real estate. Let's do something weird. Um, And I love that because, you know, uh, a lot of people criticize, um, you know, the the elites, the billionaires. And Mm -hmm. I criticize them because it's like, do something interesting. A lot of them are just moving money around, right? It's like, if you have billions of dollars, set up a a giraffe riding farm, Uh, like (laughs) do something weird. Where's our Gundam? Make me a Gundam. Come on, like,
0: <laughs> make it happen here. Uh, no, that, that's a that, that's a good way to put it. I mean, you know, we're in the, we're deep into the NFT world, and we'll dive into that. But I mean, that's probably how crypto dick butts were born. You know, somebody pixelated crypto dick butts, runs to thousands and thousands of dollars for each NFT, uh, and we just all ate it up. We 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 absolutely loved it. So, well, to start things off, why don't you give me a little bit, the audience, a little bit about your background at Kinetic, and we can even talk about your NFT background.
1: Okay, so Kinetic, um, we're not launched yet. Uh, Lending protocol coming to the Flare Network. Um, What's uh, notable about us is that we are going to be the first lending protocol. So, Kind of the main thing, uh, priority for us is to kickstart DeFi, to expand DeFi uh, on the Flare network, which, you know, you need a lending protocol to do. So, you know, we'll be launching in in the next few months. Um, We kind of just came out of like our stealth very recently, so I can't be super specific, Uh, but it will be fairly soon. uh, Not soon in italics, just the regular soon. (laughs) <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've been getting to know the community a lot. Uh, they're very passionate over there. And, um, my background previous to Kinetic, I worked at, uh, Ledgerworks, which is kind of a risk assessment, um, for, for blockchain, uh, type company, bit of a departure. And before that I was making NFTs. I was, uh, making my... Probably what I'm most known for is, is my meme coin, Grelf. Um, so, so weird, ugly, bald guy uh, that I made actually just as a joke, not, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be rich off this guy. No, I just, I <laughs> thought it would be funny if the, the worst mascot possible was the mascot of a meme coin. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's been strange. Uh, I, I got into crypto, like just buying Bitcoin on Robinhood and it yeah. was just, oh, I, I buy some, I sell some. There was the idea of like being part of a community did not even occur to me. Um, and then I got very involved because of a friend of mine uh, in the Hedera network. And what's what was good about the Hedera network is at that time, they're, they're like mostly focused on enterprise. So there wasn't a lot going on as far as DeFi. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much nothing. So like, I mean, I was one of the first NFT creators on there. Um, my meme coin is kind of like the it's like the flagship meme coin of that network. It's like the first that like broke out and like mattered because they, they're a lot of the audience for Hedera, too, doesn't really like that kind of stuff. You know, they're, yeah. they're like, we're serious and, you know, this is a serious chain. And I thought that was really funny because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like the straight man dynamic as far as I was concerned is like, I'm going to just try to be as big of a weirdo as possible on this this very serious network. Um, so I just got more and more deep with that. Uh, they started um, the Top Wallet. I, I knew those people before they made their wallet. Um, the, the Top Dex, same deal. So it's just been growing with the community uh, since. Very, very, very interesting and, and weird community uh, when you compare to other, other networks. Um, and i guess people just thought hey this guy is good at saying stuff on twitter and uh (laughs) seems to get people (laughs) interested um i kind of was just doing social stuff for LedgerWorks. uh my role got upgraded uh uh, more and more depending on needs uh and now with with kinetic i'm you know filling a a spokesman role interacting with community um, doing other stuff behind the scenes as well um not a programmer i'm bad at math (laughs) So not that I do help with design things, but. um So yeah, it's just been wild. What's so amazing about Web3 is the amount of opportunity for a regular guy. Now you can oh, talk about this with investing. Like <laughs> the amount of regular Joes, and that's why I think the community is so vibrant and interesting because regular people are actually really interesting. And they they have all these dreams and desires and things they want to do, um, and they're finally getting you know uh, through luck or or you know some being smart, uh, they're getting funds to do that. They have they have leverage. Um, giving regular people leverage is is one of the coolest things about Web three to me. Uh, yeah. And something I did not expect is uh, my background further than Web three is uh, very creative. I, I have a master's of fine arts in theater. Um, I, I've written a few plays. I've done a lot of voice acting. That's something I uh haven't touched on. I've done a few audiobooks. Um, I I always have like a can kind I of like a weird character or voice I do uh, uh, for for the Grelf character. I'm just trying to come up with the worst voice possible, just really unpleasant to listen to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's fun, man. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole genesis for that character, I was in the shower and I was like, I need to make a new promotional video for my NFTs. Yeah. And uh, what would be the worst spokesman possible? <laughs> uh, <and> I think, I <laughs> so I came up with that voice. I was like, that's the worst spokesman voice I can think of. Uh, and then I think Dolly came out recently and uh, yeah. I typed in literally gross, ugly, balding man and went through a few options and... Uh, Found my boy, my pride and joy, my son uh, Gerbert the grelf and uh, from then on, it's just, it's just been insane that like there's, I've I've changed him a lot myself. You got to kind of clean up weird AI artifacts and stuff because that was early Dolly, um, so he's a lot yeah. sleeker now. He's still disgusting, but he he looks a lot better, um, and yeah. So th- this kind of like. Regular people being thrust into, I mean, my creative background, you know, playwright, voice actor, whatever. um, The theater in general, it's kind of dying. It's been dying for like 50 years, but it's still Mm -hmm. dying. Um, It's hard to get leverage. Um, It's hard to get leverage. If you're just a guy, it's hard to get leverage um, in a lot of creative pursuits. So for me, uh, Web3, there's a lot of people who are just like, okay, okay what are we doing? (laughs) You know, like especially new communities, they're kind of just like, we don't have any content. We don't have anything that's um, really interesting yet. It's, it's very, it's very nascent and new. So there's a, there's a gap that regular people can fill. There's not a lineup of 15 influencers who have already been like working for like top brand companies. Like you can just be a guy and make some stuff and people will be happy with it. Uh, And that's what I've found, like, you know, as a marketing thing, as a creative thing, um, it's it's very validating to be able to make art uh, in various forms and have people care. A lot of times it's because there's monetary value attached. But, you know, uh, that's the same with almost anything. (laughs) At least it's a lot of regular people uh, with with value attached.
0: Tell me a little bit about. So I dabble in meme coins. I've been known to buy my fair share of, you know, Dog with Hats and Bonks and Pepe's, and I, I chase them. And sometimes I rub my face and I'm like, what am I doing here? Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, how you how you perceive like uh, meme coins. Up until this point, like just the history of them and how it's almost developing within the cryptocurrency market, and what you think the future is going to bring for meme coins. Do you think they're going to be vapor one day, or do you think they're going to be something? I don't want to say tangible or real, but um, it, you know what I'm saying. Like, have
1: I, I know what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like people are trying to add utility to Doge, and and I think yeah. Bonk has some utility as well. Uh, my perspective, uh, they always made sense to me. Uh, I, I, maybe it's because of the type of person I am, but like, you know, I bought doge not early, like who, who was really early, but, uh, on Robin hood when I was messing around with other stuff, like I, it, it, it never phased me. Cause I, I get the idea like, this is all internet, funny money. Anyway. Uh, I can yeah. look up YouTube deep dive to explain why my investment was a good idea, Does it actually mean my investment was a good idea? Am I smart enough to even know what this guy is talking about? A lot of times, no. Uh, (laughs) Like, I I don't uh, put my intelligence super high. And also, a company being run well does not mean it will perform well uh, at all. Uh, A lot of things are just completely random. So I never had that kind of like attachment uh, to utility or reality or anything because what we're dealing with is uh, an abstraction of value. NFTs are a further abstraction of value. You know, uh, cryptocurrencies, abstraction of value from traditional finance. Um, so if that abstraction is tied to an idea that's silly, it makes perfect sense to me. Uh, I think there'll always be a place for them. Um, unfortunately because they are they can be considered in some ways low effort. Grelv has definitely not been low effort for me, but uh, in some ways they can be low effort. There are a lot of people that will use them as, you know, rug opportunities. There's a lot of bad babies out there, but you can kind of say that about anywhere in crypto. Um, I mean, meme coins were doing pretty well in the bear too, uh, because yeah. people were like bored. They're like, all my like smart, thought out investments just sure aren't doing anything. Uh, and when you are <laughs> huge things, it's you, you can't influence that, right? Um, yes. But like new coins are tying back into this, this theme that I, I'm creating, I guess, on this podcast uh, of of regular people having a little more control over something. Um, sometimes that's a bad thing. Like some whale is just trying to manipulate uh, to like make something pump so he can get out. Um, yeah. But in a lot of ways, like, yeah, a small community can influence value and bring a lot of value to things uh, with nfts it's like being passionate about nft community helps massively <laughs> uh, yeah. and, you know that's good for your investment once again people are motivated by value and money um, but I mean that's that's where we're in and if they're doing it in a way that is more fun more collaborative and more creative you know I, I love that I think meme coins are here to stay uh, I'm not I don't really think utility is that important does it help obviously uh, it's another sure. thing you can say um but if the if the core of it is not interesting um sometimes it'll still succeed i've seen some uh, meme coin creators who are wow they are just dull <laughs> and uh, i'm always very surprised you know um because i you know i try to be charismatic and weird because i am at least weird i can say that um <laughs> but then you'll get some meme coin creators that are like, hello. So my coin is big baby coin and it's really interesting. <laughs> and we're thinking we might have some utility soon. And I'm just like, how did you get here? <laughs> Why? I don't, yeah, I'm not how, sure the meme coin likes for you, my friend.
0: Yeah. How are they driving the bus of the meme meme coin world is a great, great call. Because you're right, there is a a cult-like following behind a lot of these projects. A lot of these meme projects where, where it is unlike anything I have ever invested in. I have been in traditional investments, I invest in cryptocurrencies, NFTs, but meme coins, there is just something. When they're pumping and you're going through your Twitter timeline and you just are like, what is happening? And you... Again, try to explain it to my normie friends. I'm like, yeah, up a cool 800% today. They're like, what is it? I was like, it's a dog with a hat. They're like, what's it do? I'm like, I'm not really sure, but it's awesome. And I'm buying more.
1: (laughs) He's got got a hat. What more do you need to know? Well, I mean, come on. (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, I love it. It's 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 pure distilled chaos. It's just complete abstraction of finance from any kind of traditional backing. Um, and, you know, if you have someone that you can sort of trust, I mean, I, I've been doing Grell for, uh, since August 2022 is when it was created. So it's nice. been around for a while. And it was dead for a long time. If you look at the mm-hmm. chart, it's like nothing. Whoop, oh no, no. <laughs> it's like a big smile uh it's doing <laughs> well right now uh <laughs> we'll see what happens in two weeks but yeah so if you can if you can find someone that like you know you, you at least know their voice I, i'm doxed a lot of people aren't um yeah then it, it's a little easier to take the risk right because then you don't at least you don't have to worry about the guy who made it screwing you over you know, then it's like grabs yeah. in a bucket. So then you have to worry about the other people who are holding and stuff. Um, but I, I mean, I love it as a creative pursuit. I love it as, I mean, he's just awful. He's, he's the worst <laughs> mascot in the world. It's, I have
0: to admit, he's kind of cool. I'm looking at him right now. And <laughs> I, there's something, I, there's something that speaks to me a little bit. It's, uh, it's, not horrible. horrible, you know you can I love the origin story of you developing the voice in the shower and the idea. I mean, I I almost just,
1: slipped. I just, <laughs>
0: what's that? What did you say?
1: I almost slipped in the shower. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> just like, am I really gonna release this? Am I really gonna like try to sell something with this? Uh, yeah, yes, of course you can you can do whatever you want in web three, yeah. Uh, Uh, In in other creative stuff, like there's always so much structure. I mean, you know, America, Hollywood, Hollywood is just a nightmare. It is just bureaucracy and nepotism everywhere. You can't get anywhere without knowing people. Uh, And there's just like the people you got to know are like they're just like upper echelon. Like it's really hard to get leverage. Um, which you know, something I've been struggling with my whole life, and uh, yeah. that's what's so wonderful is you can find leverage uh, because it's 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 new. It's it's a new territory. We you know we can't discover America again, but we can like you know find a new mental territory, a new financial territory uh, in Web three. So it's 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 very liberating, and I and I've seen a lot of creative people that um, or creatives who have like a large creative background pop up in web three. And I think it's just because they're like, Hollywood doesn't want new ideas. They don't want, they don't want new content. Um, Everybody has to be part of a guild to get on the guild. You have to know this guy, you have to do this thing like, and that is not to me, that is not conducive to art or making something interesting is a bunch of rules. Uh, so getting into somewhere where you can just do whatever you want, you don't have to worry about anything, and you know people will care about it. I mean, you, you post something on YouTube. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> that algorithm. Good luck. Good yeah. luck. It's you have to grind that out, but you can just find a bunch of bored people and be like, oh, this is sort of related to this coin that you saw YouTube deep dive and you like a lot. Uh, I'm gonna make something that is sort of connected and you'll probably find it really interesting because there's not a lot going on. Uh, there's just a lot of opportunity. Uh, it's like finding a, like a spot on a public access channel in like a, a local town. Like maybe you're not gonna have massive reach outside of that community, but people will care, right? So mm-hmm. I love it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you're preaching to the choir. I love Web3 because of the opportunity, because of how fun it is. in in. Like when you're trading like equities, stocks, like you're just looking at symbols and charts, technical analysis, fundamental analysis. It gets kind of boring. Unless you're making a ton of money hand over fist, there's nothing boring about, you know, printing money. But it can get a little boring. But then you die and that's something that attracted me. Um, so I was in cryptocurrencies for a long, long time. And then I went down the rabbit hole with NFTs. And the NFTs attracted me just because they were kind of fun. You know, maybe there's not every community out there's for me, but I can really see certain communities and why they latch on, why they're like a cult-like following. And it's, it's there's, and things with NFTs is there's something for everyone. If you like golf, if you like, you know, the public library, if you like Starbucks, whatever it is, there's now becoming an NFT for it, a closed, small community for that, which there's really no rules. We're just kind of a community having fun, trying to make a little bit of money. But you know, a lot of it is this like community aspect. You're just not staring at a computer screen, following charts.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 a community that you can have a very direct impact on. Like if yeah. you know if you uh, are part of the PewDiePie community, how much impact are you going to have? You're you're like a tiny little percentage point. In, in maybe a comment section, maybe the view yeah. count. Uh, communities on Web3, a lot of them, unless you're talking about the massive ones, are small. And you can have a very I mean, direct impact on how that project works, uh, on how it goes. Uh, a lot of people have voting mechanisms. Um, but on a basic level, just if other people care about it. Uh, the The biggest thing about marketing is if you care about something a lot, other people will think, hey, maybe I should care about that too. And that is just like, you know, the light bulb switched on for so many people in Web3. It's just like, wait a minute, if we all just say that we care about something, not only will we start to actually care about it, but we can get other people to care about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, a lot of it's financially motivated, but some of it is very organic. And some people are just like, man, I just like Saying that I care about something, especially if it's something dumb. Like, just let me say that I care about something dumb. Like dog with a hat. Yeah. We got a hat, buddy. <laughs> we got, we got it's a, a hat. It's, it's a dog it's with a hat. Face, yeah. it, it is ridiculous,
0: but I sort of love my dog with the hat bag. It's uh <laughs> <laughs> there's just something about it. Talk to me. So you said earlier and I made a note uh just the impact of utility behind like meme coins and then nfts what are your thoughts on the connection of utility with nfts and then i'm gonna give you a second part to this i'm really curious on uh just how brands and companies can utilize their brand and possibly utility to to make successful projects
1: so a really good example of uh NFT utility I see used quite a bit is as like an initial funding mechanism for a legitimate project. Um, So they have some cool art. Uh, People can buy the NFTs. If you get a set, you get bonuses. Um, Usually they do token allocations. um, And it's just like, hey, I'm not going to be able to do stuff with a VC. Uh, I'm not, I don't, I'm just a, we're just a small team. We're not going to be able to pull in massive money out of the air Uh, like some other people with connections. So in that way, they offered, you know, token utility with their NFTs when they were launching. I'm talking about SaucerSwap, uh, which is kind of the main decks on Hedera. Um, And that allowed them to, one, get a lot of community people invested uh, emotionally as well as financially in the project. Um, and they were definitely rewarded for that. Um, it, it turned out really well, everything, everything worked out really well. The NFTs have utility. They continue to have utility past the token allocation to this day. Uh, they're used for, for governance decisions and voting. And I think they're going to have other stuff that's, that's coming soon. Um, so that's definitely a successful way. On the flip side, um, people have tried to do that and failed horribly. Uh, mm-hmm. uh maybe it's because the art wasn't good, uh, I don't know if the art matters that much when you are promising a lot of utility, but certainly the way you talk about the art uh, matters. Um, There have been lots of projects that try that initial funding, and you can kind of tell that they don't really like NFTs, and they're really just like, this is a placeholder for you giving me money, Uh, and the (laughs) utility they... (laughs) they advertise, they don't always support so well, or they try to like um, confuse you with a bunch of percentages. uh, Like, oh, you're getting 33% of this percentage of this percentage. So the utility is not actually very good. uh, And they're, you know, uh, sometimes it's bad marketing, sometimes it's bad decisions. But I think a lot of times it's just not enough respect for the people who are buying. Yeah. Because meme coins are silly, but I still respect the people that buy them. I buy them. It's not because I'm dumb. It's because I like having fun. And if you think that people who buy NFTs or buy meme coins are buying them because they're dumb, they're probably not going to buy them from you because they can tell. I mean, they can tell that you're like kind of looking down. So I see a lot of failure with that. Maybe they have really great utility, but they're just not talking about it in a way that is uh, compassionate. I feel
0: how do you foresee the future of NFTs let's just stick with NFTs here how do you see the future of NFTs like 2024 and beyond do you see a lot more like fortune 500 companies and big brands getting into it or do you still see a lot of like um web3 founders still creating and building and trying to onboard the masses that way or a combination of both
1: It's tough. It's tough. Like when it comes to brands, I feel like they don't know what to do. I feel like they don't get it. And like I've talked about with like all the red tape and all the things you have to go through for approvals. um, I'm I'm thinking executives can sell uh, brands on NFTs by saying kind of similarly, they'll buy them. You'll make money from this community. The Web3 people will buy them. I don't think the regular people are a consideration for the brands. Um, I think they're very aware that most of um, the interest is going to be from people who are already onboarded. Um, (coughs) Of course, NFT people are going to keep doing what they do, onboarding people and getting people. With brands, I'm not sure that they know what to do. Um, I'm not sure that they have kind of come upon uh, the perspective that they can add something uh, to the community. I think a lot of it right now is taking, uh, just taking advantage of, oh, this is a hype thing. Oh, um, yeah. you know, this person on the board said this was going to make us money. Let's do it. Um, but I, I feel like they're not, I don't know if we're there yet where they're going to start actually trying to add to the community and bring regular people in rather than just take advantage of the community.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great call. out. I think the brands that will figure that out, Because the technology is there. We talk about it all the time. Like everyone wants, if you want to talk about the tech, well, the tech's there, it's going to stay and it's going to last just simpler, easier, faster, uh, more efficient, more transparent, all the above. But it just feels like a lot of the brands are like, hey, we're going to release an NFT project. But really, it almost feels like a bunch of Web2 people deploying an NFT project where you almost need to get like a, Native web 3 team that kind of gets the industry gets gets who we are and then also how it will, Gets who we are and then all I really think the brands and the company
1: Well, and a, a thing that's great to bring up is <clears throat> Gamers hate NFTs. Yeah, they By do and large, Hate them hate them uh, and I don't get it I don't get it because Just look at mobile gaming right now. Just look at it. It is sleazy. It is gross. It is. Let's trick Timmy into maxing out his parents' credit card so he can just trade real money for gems. At least if that was a meme coin, you could put it in a wallet. (laughs) At At least then you could sell it somewhere. You ain't selling those gems, Timmy. You've got those Apple gems forever doing nothing like it's awful. Oh, I unlocked 50 skins next year. The new one comes out. Oh, can I transfer them? No. Of course not. Why would you be able to transfer this uh, modern warfare skin to the next one that's coming out in a year? What do you think? We're a charity here. Why not?
0: I mean, <laughs> that's what that, I don't that's- get that's got to change. Uh, I mean, that's, I've had a few people, a few gamer, a few guys building Web3 games on the platform. And my number one question is, why do gamers hate NFTs? And a very common answer I get is because gamers, they, they joke, they're like, gamers hate everything, you know, until, until they don't. And I always find that funny, but, you know, they're skeptical of it. And I understand that, but it just seems like the gaming meta makes so much sense for NFTs and I understand why the major companies don't the Roblox of the world and these major companies maybe don't want to open up this decentralized transferring of skins and because they don't make as much money but man and Ubisoft uh,
1: like announced some stuff and they got just attacked
0: yeah I mean, they were trying yeah, yeah. And, th- and there's some great projects coming out and I think the ones that do it right And just show the path. And when gamers realize how big of a deal and how beneficial from a monetary standpoint, just from a fun aspect of being able to like trade and carry these over to other games, it's going to take off. I thought that was going to happen three years ago. And it's 2024. And I'm like, when's this going to happen? It just makes too much sense to me personally.
1: They, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they hate it. Um, the, <laughs> like if I'm ever in like, uh, 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 on social media, like a gaming channel and, uh, it's, it's always somebody who's in the gaming channel that finds out I'm doing stuff on blockchain that is just like, you're a scammer. Like they're just angry immediately. Yeah. Like I didn't say anything about it. They just like looked at my profile and they read all that stuff and they're like, how do you feel about scamming people? But like they hate <laughs> it. They, they think that it's super, uh, um exploitative but uh welcome to video games (laughs) it's like the arcades back then what a ripoff! like the live service stuff now horrible rip-off it's like oh like well you know the price of games hasn't gone up it's like who are you paying attention like expansion pack expansion pack dlc dlc one game costs like two hundred dollars or more much more if you want all this like stuff like there's a bunch of gambling stuff in it so uh, the 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 argument that oh this crypto stuff is is so sleazy it's going to make games work uh worse uh sorry already happened like the like boxes (laughs) are horrible man like and luckily there is some legislation against that kind of stuff because i don't like it either i don't like super exploitative stuff but yeah incorporating nfts into games is is less bad it's less bad it's already really bad, guys. I don't think Nintendo's ever gonna do it. They're very traditional, so don't worry. Like, you're not. There's not gonna be the Pokemon NFT, and I have to collect them all. Like, they're not gonna do that. But uh, games that already like you know like League of Legends and other stuff that already have that kind of like get a skin, get an upgrade, get some gems for other things like uh, free to play stuff. It would it, it would be much better. If it was incorporated into blockchain, to NFTs, to 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 assets that you could move around and is not locked in this tiny digital ecosystem, so I feel like it has to change because things that make sense usually people eventually re- realize. Um, but I've been saying that for a while, so
0: yeah, me and you both. Uh, it, it, I, I again, I'm I'm gonna die on this hill and say that gaming and nfts will happen it makes a ton of sense when done right with the right company with the right community and when gamers realize that there's an if you're not just extracting from the community that's the thing that the, they can't just extract from the community for money they they need to give them a reason to like them and granted nfts haven't gotten a bad rap here and there because of some bad actors but i've met some of the best people in my life join some of the best communities, and I I absolutely love being involved every single day. But you know what? If I was burned really early on, luckily I wasn't. I would probably be pissed too. You know, it's I bought this, and this guy rugged me. That's that's a tough pill to swallow when you when you get started. So I, I'm excited to see. <laughs> I don't wanna say like more of a centralized approach, but more of a controlled approach and like buy bigger companies and brands to incorporate NFTs and like utilize the technology. I know it's cliche, but utilize it. Like you're gonna grow your user base.
1: Right, as it is, they just see, oh, it's like a fad, right? Let's get in yeah. there and make a branded fidget spinner. People are gonna buy it while the fidget spinner's hot and then we'll get out. But it's been around for a while, folks. We're not fidget spinners. Okay, <laughs> like I don't want to see any more Matrix NFTs. I don't want to see them be like, "Oh, we made an NFT, buy it for for us to have money." Like it 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 can it can be more than that, guys. It, it can, can be more can, than just extracting value.
0: It could be so much more, and it will be. It will be, and I'm here for front row seat. Tell me about the Crete's NFT a little bit. Is that on Hedera as well, along with the meme coin? How are they connected? How's that how's that whole relationship work out?
1: Right. So the Crete's, I got some stickers so you can see some designs. Um, see they're weird little monsters. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of my gimmick is that I draw them in one session. So I get pen, paper, no erasing, no anything. Uh, and I, cool. just, I just, I just go. I don't get up. Uh, no pausing. Um, I love when I it. started, I didn't have a, a good way to like record it, but the ones I do recently, like you, you get the recording of me starting, do the quick sketch, you get the whole thing. Uh, there's like multi-file; you get a bunch of files to go through different versions. Um, so these are the all hand drawn you. by you.
0: These are all hand drawn yeah. by you. Oh, so yes. cool! So how what's the total supply? I don't see it here.
1: Um. St- 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 or ballpark so the current ones the current ones are Tots, which like i'm playing around with textures those the, the total supply is like what is it like 50 those are truly like one of ones each one is completely unique um and i've awesome. only released 20 because they're a lot of work
0: <laughs> yeah totally
1: <laughs> they're a lot of work uh the previous series are a larger supply and then i like you know made it technical one of ones with like swapping out colors and stuff very simple stuff um, the very, very originals. It's like I did a, you know, a unique drawing, did 10 copies of the same thing that was at the very beginning of Hedera. I had no idea what was going on. We didn't have any <laughs> tools to like, uh, do the one of one thing. So we could really just do copies. Um, weird, but the whole concept is like when I was in high school, I would just doodle. And, uh, before the period ended, I wanted to draw something really quick and finish it so I could like show my friends before we went to the next class or we like split up. Um, and I liked that. And I, I came up with a lot of like uh, some of my favorite things just by that weird kind of structure. And I just wanted to repeat that for NFTs because I thought it was fun. Um, g- going forward from that, like I said, I, w- I created Gerbert the Greilf to sell Crete's NFTs. To, he was supposed to be the, the anti-spokesman. These days, <laughs> very few people know about my Crete's NFTs. It's all Greilf all the time. He was like supposed to be like a super fan for it, but he's just completely eclipsed them. It's a little he took, sad.
0: He took a he took a uh, he took over the show there, huh? So Grelf was supposed yeah, to enhance the NFT project, and Grelf took over. Who would have known?
1: I, not me. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not me. I mean, I thought he was funny. I thought the whole thing was funny, but um, probably the most funny part about it is when I first started putting him uh, everywhere. As a promotional thing, uh, this was before I made the meme coin. Uh, people hated him. They really? hated him. They're like, well, what did they, "Oh yeah." Were you
0: putting physically places, digitally, or just pretty much everywhere you could find? I have places. Stickers.
1: Nobody, nobody gets mad about the stickers in real life, but uh, no, I mean digitally, I would be like posting them and making a bunch of like little memes and stuff, and made. I have some videos on my YouTube channel of him talking and stuff, um, and people are like, <laughs> "Stop it." You're killing the brand. You're killing the Crete's brand. He's awful. Stop it. What is that? Ill. no. Um, and now people love him. It's That's wild. Lesson. It's wild. Like a lot of people who absolutely hated him, it took them like a year. It took them a year, but they're, they, they turned around. They're like, wait a minute. I like they,
0: him. Exactly. <laughs> Growth, grew on people. What can you say? You know? He's growing on me. I've been looking at him during this interview. I, I well, like you finger. know. You know what I love about you, Jake, is that like you have this like passion for creative and like a creative outlet. And like you're just having fun, kind of not taking yourself like too seriously about things, but you're you're coming out with these cool and great projects. And you're not getting discouraged when someone talks crap on you either. Like, why are you doing this? You just kept plugging along. You're like, I'm doing it because it's like, I'm getting comments like this from you. And you just kept going, going, and going. And now it's like this like real life business, this real life project. And uh, hats off to you. It's it's That's awesome what you've accomplished so far.
1: It's easier to turn hate into love than apathy into love. Like much easier. The worst thing is just if just no one cares at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. I'm sure a lot of people have like tried starting streaming or something because they have a favorite stream and they're like, oh, I want to do that too. And it's just like zero, you know? Yeah. And they just see that zero, nobody watching, nothing. Uh, and they they quit. Um, it's It's real hard to keep going if you just get nothing from people. But at least with people hating, like they're interacting. Like yeah. it's something you're not just yelling into a void uh, w- with a lot of digital creation. It's just it's like yelling into a void. And what's great about Web3 is like they got the time. A lot of people are bored. And if it's sort of like related to something they're already invested in financially, they're more likely to care about it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just I don't understand it. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> understand, growth. <laughs> He was dead for the last six months. Well, not super dead, but he was pretty much dead for the last six months. And I just kept making memes just because I wanted to. Uh and yeah. you know, then it's like, you know, it went from like a hundred thousand market cap to now it's at like two million today market cap. And people are like, how'd you do it? And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> some people accuse me of manipulation i'm like if i could manipulate it to get it to this point why would i have waited six months when it was pretty much <laughs> yeah. worthless
0: <What>? they're, just <laughs> g- they're giving you too much credit
1: they're, they're like they're we know you manipulate this
0: credit. you're like i'm not exactly sure what's going on um hey, well uh, obviously-
1: secret chinese whales
0: <laughs> yeah asia's awake they're buying all the grulf tokens uh, I, I I love it. I I love like your passion for it and how you're just having fun for it because like you're the epitome of like Web three. You're the reason why people get into it and stay. I meet guys like you, Jake, and uh, I don't know. Feel like we connect a little bit because this is just like it's fun and like shitty stuff happens every once in a while. Great stuff happens every once in a while, but you kind of just keep plugging along because the bigger picture, um, is definitely there. If we wanted to take our like put our series hats on and talk about you know blockchain and transparency and how the financial markets are manipulated and you were talking about with hollywood like if you really want to get anywhere you need to know somebody up here you know but in web3 i mean you could just walk in there one day couple right moves couple right clicks and all of a sudden you're in the thick of it and that's awesome that's kind of like the opportunity we all have which is really exciting um Give a call out to the audience because I'm sure everyone's going to want to see Grilf. Everyone's going to check out these hand-drawn NFTs. And give us a call out about Kinetic. I know it's uh, it's something that you're building that you're building and working with. And you said it's in the early stages. So we'd love to give the audience a shout out so they could take a look at all these projects.
1: Uh, so for Kinetic, head to kinetic.market. Um, you'll see all our socials and stuff there. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to be coming soon. It's going to be really great. Uh, I'm most excited about the opportunity to like, you know, show our baby off and just talk to people about it. It's a little stifling right now to be like, you know, people are like, when, when, when? And I'm like, I can't tell you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in charge. I can't do that. Um, I want to, uh, I want to talk about it. Um, but, but I can't. So yeah, everything you can find is on there. Uh, we're really excited to kind of be the first lending market on, on Flare. Flare community is really interesting. Awesome. Um, uh, great mix of people who like having fun and and people who uh, really 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 care about the technology. Um, for Grelf, head to to Grelf.me. Grelf me, baby. Uh, it's G R L F. Pretty easy. G R L. Yeah, G R L. For Crete, yeah, uh, for Crete uh, you can follow my Twitter. It's it's Crete underscore NFT. Um, my other Twitter for Grellf is Grellf underscore. If you search Grellf on Google, you'll find it. Uh, mm-hmm. I mostly talk about Grellf now, uh, especially because of it's it's been doing very well these past few weeks. Um, but Crete's is definitely not dead. I very much plan to use the attention to get back to uh, something that's a little more a little more wholesome, uh, <laughs> a little more tied directly to my creative pursuits. And is, is not uh, not so much just complete uh, chaotic counterculture type stuff. But yeah, I mean, you know, join my discords. Talk to me. I'm in there. I'm not some, you know, above it all guy. Like I love talking to new people. And uh, awesome. I really love talking on this podcast.
0: Awesome. Well, we love having you on this podcast. And I'll make sure that everyone, I'll drop these links below. Uh, for Kinetic.Market, for Grelf, so you can take a look at all these firsthand. You definitely should take a look at Growth. I mean, you had the man, the myth, the legend here, Warlock, given the voice and the origin story. So you got to take a look at... Uh, I'm excited to kind of dig a little deeper in after this podcast, to be honest with you. But uh, Jake, appreciate your time, my man. Definitely would love to have you on in the near future as things keep growing, keep getting hotter in your life, and uh, appreciate your time.
1: Please and thank you. I'd love to come back.
0: Thanks, sir.